0: Welcome back to another edition of the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Gluck, and today it's a 12-questions version of the podcast with Eric Jones of Joe Gibbs Racing. A little delayed getting this one to you. He was supposed to go last week, and then, of course, it was Indy 500 week. I got to interview Alexander Rossi here in Portland, so I switched up the order. So sorry to the Eric Jones fans. He's finally running this week, but hopefully you can understand why that is. So let's go ahead and roll into this week's twelve questions. All right, everybody, I'm here with Eric Jones. Uh,
1: Eric, first question is: How often do you have dreams about racing? Um, you know, anymore? Not, uh, I guess, not a whole lot. Every once in a while, I'll have one. I guess I'm really uh, thinking about a given race coming up or thinking about certain things. Maybe I just watch a racing video or something before I go to bed. I'll have a dream about racing, but uh, in general, I don't. I don't have or, I guess, remember a lot of my dreams anymore. So uh, every once in a while, though, I'll still have one. Okay. If you get into someone during a race, whether it's intentional or not, does it matter if you apologize? Um, I don't know. It does and it doesn't. I mean, I guess I've had guys that uh, have gotten into me that have apologized and haven't apologized, and I've gotten into guys and apologized and haven't apologized, and I think it's <sighs> – you know when it's intentional, and when it's not intentional and if it's not intentional, honestly, it is what it is. I mean, you're frustrated as a driver. I'm frustrated if it happens to me, but uh, you can't be all that mad. you know it wasn't their intentions to do that. you know they already feel bad enough about it. so um, but if it is intentional, I don't think there's much need to be said there either. So it's just kind of each way you know each to his own is, is the way you kind of go about it. I, I guess there's times where I really feel like if I did something completely wrong, I've gone to guys. And, uh, and apologize, but if it's something small, I usually don't say anything about it. We just kind of move on. Okay. What is the
0: biggest compliment someone could give you?
1: Um. Wow, that's a good one. You know, I, I guess that overall, I would have to say probably you know that someone was was proud of the work um, that I was was putting into whatever it may be, not only racing, but I, I think just anything, um, that I was up to in life, just proud of the work that I was putting in at that point in time, you know, just, just the effort was, was paying off and it was, um, you know, it was help helping everybody and better for everybody would be a big compliment to me. Okay. So NASCAR comes to you and they're like,
0: Eric, we're going to bring the celebrity to the race. Um, you know, we'd love for you to host this person. Who's a celebrity you'd be really excited to host or, or show around at a racetrack?
1: Um... Matthew McConaughey. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm a big Matthew McConaughey fan, so that'd be pretty cool. I think he'd like it too. Yeah. I don't know if he's ever been to a race or not, but that'd be kind of neat. It seems like he would. Like it seems like he's kind of kind of got the southern yeah. like relatability going on. Like, yeah, know, I, th- would... I think he'd just be a guy that would uh kind of sit back and not, you know, be a big ego guy. I think he'd kind of just be along for the ride and really want to take it all in and explore it. So I think that'd be pretty neat. Yeah. Okay. I like that.
0: Uh in an effort to show it's a health-conscious sport, NASCAR decides to offer the number one pit stall selection for an upcoming race to the first driver willing to go vegan for one month. Would you do it?
1: Um, no. No <laughs> way. No I, uh, <laughs> no, I couldn't. I couldn't. I, uh, I like a salad every once in a while, but not that much. Okay. <laughs>
0: okay, now it's time for the random race challenge. So I've picked a random race from your career, and you have to tell me where you finished in this race. Okay. Okay. This is the 2016
1: fall Charlotte Xfinity race. Oh, that's a tough one. So we ran second for a long time that day, but we had a restart at the end and we didn't run second. Um, did we run fourth? Fifth. Fifth. I knew, I, I knew that yeah, was, was it was pretty good. Yeah, it was hard to remember because that day we we ran second all day to Larson. And we had a caution with like, I don't know, five to go or something. We got shuffled on a restart and we didn't finish as good as we should have. Wow. Do you remember all races that well, or is this just one that Uh, sticks out? No, that one sticks out because that was one we were – that was in the playoffs. That was the first year of the Xfinity playoffs, and we had gotten ourselves in some trouble about advancing to the next round, and uh, we had to finish pretty well that day, and I just remember trying to be very conservative, and fortunately we had a really good car, and we just ran really good all day. And when the caution came out, I got nervous because I didn't want to get wrecked and not miss – not advance the next round.
0: Oh, okay yeah. yeah i mean you started second you led 21 laps you finished behind larson you finished ahead of Alguire. so yeah yeah that's i'm impressed I remember most that day yeah, that's, that's good it, yeah. that's pretty good um
1: okay who is the best rapper alive hmm you know it's it's i mean it's hard not to say eminem he's from detroit i mean that's where i grew up is close to detroit um I'm a big Drake fan too. Those two guys right there are probably the the best ones for me. But I guess if I had to put one above the other, it would be Eminem. He's he's home state guy for me, so it's hard not to say that. Yeah, you can't go against the Detroit guy. No, not bad. at all. Not <laughs> at all.
0: Um, Eric, who has the most punchable face in NASCAR? Um,
1: in all three series? Yeah, it's just you, in the Cup series. Sure.
0: Well, you could. It doesn't even have to be a driver. It could be anybody. Anybody in, in, within NASCAR. Whoever. I wow. Mean,
1: um anybody in nascar i don't know that's a tough question man (laughs) uh i feel like somebody's gonna get mad at me (laughs) i don't know i i mean the funny one for me to say is kyle because he's my buddy but um and i know people would like that i don't know there's probably not anyone i really want to punch in the face right now i mean nobody's really made me mad i think uh stenhouse wanted to punch me in the face after bristol but i told him at talladega i said you finished good so i spun (laughs) you out you finished well so i I mean i can do that weekly if you need me to do it but uh i don't know i I don't think there's anyone that i have marked down on my list right now okay okay so nascar enlists three famous americans
0: to be involved with your team for one race as part of a big publicity push they're doing they're going to bring Taylor Swift, LeBron James, and Tom Hanks to the track. Okay. You have to pick one to be your spotter, one to be your crew chief, and one to be your motorhome driver for one weekend. Who do you pick between Taylor Swift, mm. LeBron, and
1: Tom Hanks for each position? Taylor's driving the motorhome. Okay. Um. Then we got Tom and, and LeBron. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'll take LeBron as my spotter because okay. I think he'd be motivational. I think he'd pump me up. You know, I think he'd he'd do a good job. I don't know what he's like. He watch me coaches the Cavaliers, as they say a lot, right? But, yeah. Uh, and I guess we'll take Tom Hanks on the box. I think he'd be pretty calm and cool and be able to sit back and make some focused decisions. So me and LeBron be rocking it, <laughs> keeping it pumped up on the racetrack.
0: I like that. Okay. it's good. Uh, what is the key to
1: finding the best pre-race bathroom? <laughs> uh, well, a lot of times Alicia um, will map one out for me. Sometimes I'll watch as I go around the track. You can kind of map out. Sometimes I'll do it at qualifying. You'll see right away if they got, if they got porta potties right on pit road. I mean, that's, that's the key. That's like best racetracks right there. (laughs) But if they don't, that's when you run into a problem and you got to kind of find the the bathroom back in the garage. That's, that's when it's a struggle. I don't know. I've, uh, I really try to hydrate like a lot the days before, so I don't have to drink much water on race day, which sometimes works, but not always.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Which means you have to make that stop. I do. I still make the stop. I (laughs) get nervous. Um, so, NASCAR misses the highlight reel value brought by Carl Edwards doing his backflips, and they decide a replacement is needed. How much money would they have to pay you to backflip off your car after your next win? Do I have to complete the backflip or just attempt it? Just attempt it. I mean, it's so up to I you. So, I have to,
1: like, full rotation. No, yeah. They're just,
0: they just want you to try
1: it. Oh, man. Um... I'd do it I'd do it for 75 grand 75 grand yeah. okay I mean that's a big number that's, that's yeah. a lot of money yeah. but yeah, I'd attempt it for that okay yeah into the grass yeah because I wouldn't make it. you don't have to well, that's <laughs> They might have to <laughs> pay your medical well to, uh... <clears throat> it'd be fine yeah. it'd be fine I'll ask I'll, I'd ask uh, Hamrick for some tips first yeah yeah he's, he's good at it. He can I'm do s- him right on the ground like you could do it right here That's what I hear. It's pretty cool. yeah, I'd like to see that it's pretty cool.
0: Okay, so the last <laughs> interview I did was with um, Matt Benedetto question is who do you think is the next guy who is going to come up and be like the next big breakthrough driver in nascar
1: Ooh, like in the lower series he said or it could
0: be somebody from like lower series who's going to come up or it could be somebody who's around now is just going to start winning races
1: okay um i would say from lower series is uh todd gill and he's he's really talented um i've been impressed with him for a while, I mean, he's just really good in the stock cars. You know, I watch him in late models for a long time, and he he didn't have a lot of success. But once he got into K and N and trucks, he's ran really well. Um, you know, at our level, at the cup level, I'd love to say it's me. I mean, I'd love to come and break through and win some races. But um, I think all of us are right on the cusp of, of having a lot of race wins. I think myself, um, Chase, Ryan, Daniel, all of us are right there. We're just trying to find that last little bit to really get there and be super competitive every weekend. So. That's a tough one. I mean, there's a lot of young guys that have a chance to do it, but lower levels, it's easy for me, is uh, Todd. Okay. So the next
0: interview I'm doing with, I'm not exactly sure who, but it's going to be someone um, in IndyCar. It's going to be an IndyCar okay. driver. So do you have a question that I can ask somebody in IndyCar?
1: Um, hmm. That's a good one, IndyCar. I do have a lot of IndyCar questions. I guess for me how much ah, it's tough because i don't i don't know if i've ever really done any stock car stuff I have a kind of a question that would relate i guess for me is it is car racing really about how hard you can possibly drive the car with all the amount of downforce you have how hard you can actually push um or is it super finesse where you know nascar is very finesse and very especially with the low downforce, it's very finesse and very having to back everything up and slow everything down. Is IndyCar more of all out high downforce, really just getting all you can get hustling as hard as you can. Or is there tracks where you go to where it's very finesse? Be interesting to me. Yeah. That's a really good question. I would like
0: to know that myself. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for doing this. I appreciate it. Of course. Thanks for having me. All right, everybody. So there you have it. As I mentioned, Alexander Rossi already answered Eric Jones' question on what was last week's 12 questions. So if you want to hear his answer, go back and listen to that. It was a good one. Next week's 12 questions, I'm not quite sure yet. I will be doing that with the driver at Pocono Raceway. And then I will also be going to Pocono Raceway this week to do the post-race podcast with a media member who is yet to be determined. Also, I have an interesting How I Got Here feature coming up this week. I spoke to Kara Adams She's over on the IndyCar side. She's basically over all of the tires for Bridgestone Americas, the Firestone tires that they use in the series. Extremely smart individual, very kind to take some time on Indy 500 weekend to talk to me about how she got to where she is. So that comes out on Thursday. As I mentioned, I will be going to Pocono Raceway this week, then I'm going to Michigan the next week, then I'm going to Sonoma, and literally none of this travel will be possible without the people who are pledging on patreon.com that's how i get to the races and as you know drivers are not going to do interviews on the phone for the most part so you got to go to the tracks to get these interviews so if you enjoy this content please consider becoming a patron on patreon.com slash jeff underscore gluck would really appreciate having you aboard if you're not already anyway that is all for now thank you so much for listening and i will talk to you next time on the untitled jeff gluck podcast